Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Live Well with Janelle podcast. I have away from the podcast for quite a while, like, I don't even know, a month, maybe even a little bit more. I've just had (laughs) so, so much going on. There was just some stuff going on in my personal life that kind of took up all of my energy and all of my time for a little bit there. Um, So I just I didn't have the energy to put towards the podcast. So there was that. And then on top of that, I was also trying to plan our wedding, which we ended up just (laughs) not even doing anyway, because it got too big and too crazy. So um, I'll do an episode talking about that as well and why we decided to just scrap that and run off to the beach and get married, as you know if you saw my Instagram. But um, yeah, so there was that taking up time and space. And then we went and got married. And then we've just had thing after thing going on. So anyway, it's just been a while since I've had the real time to sit down and do this. So I am excited to be back. I decided it would be a good idea to kick off with an episode all about nutrition and not only that, but how to deal with sugar cravings. I know I have been on a little bit of a sugar binge recently It's gotten to a point where it's just (laughs) actually really bothering me. So I have a bunch of things that I do. I have a bunch of tricks up my sleeve. Um, So I kind of wanted to talk about how I approach this as a nutritionist. And nutritionists (laughs) are people too. Uh, You know, we, (laughs) we eat fast food sometimes and we can fall into the trap of getting addicted to sugar because... It's just a chemically addicting thing. So once you start, it, you know, can get you addicted and you can, it can be hard to stop. Let's just say that. (laughs) Um, So I actually, back in high school, I used to kind of binge a lot. This was before I knew anything about nutrition. It was kind of like an activity that my friends and I would do sort of like, we would go and buy our favorite treats and then we would eat like a whole pack of Oreos, let's say, or something like that. Um, So that made me a gain a lot of weight back then. (laughs) But B, it also um, over time, I learned how to deal with that and how to stop myself. And then of course, throughout all of my years of studying and training in the field of nutrition, I've picked up some really great things that are extremely helpful and actually work in terms of stopping yourself from binging and stopping your body from craving sugar at all to make it a lot easier. So given that it is the holiday season, I figured this would be a good thing to talk about um, because I'm sure this is happening to a lot of people. I know it's really common around this time of year to get on a real big sugar kick. So with all that being said, I guess I will just dive right into it. So uh, the first thing that I do to stop, well, okay, here's the deal. Let's just be totally honest. I know that I can't like just stop my cravings cold turkey. So um, I mean, you know, that's not really how the body operates. Some people can do it, but most of the time it's just an uncontrollable thing. Your brain is chemically addicted. The bacteria in your gut 
that's what they want to eat, if that's what you've been feeding them, uh, the bad bacteria, quote unquote, bad bacteria will grow in your gut. And those bacteria are what crave sugar. So if you keep feeding them, they are going to go crazy telling you to eat more sugar because they want to be fed. So it's not always really possible to just stop eating sugar and that's it. So if you've tried that and that hasn't been successful, don't beat yourself up. That's completely, it's not really totally like in your control at that point. So you have to kind of be strategic and a little sneaky and like, (laughs) you know, use some tricks to help with that. So um, the first thing that I do is I use like healthy substitutions. So I will swap out any processed sugar, chocolates, candies, ice cream, treats, anything that has been around that I've been consuming. I will stop going to those and instead I'll make uh, some healthy treats. That way I just I have something healthy around while I'm still having sugar cravings. So I do that for probably about a week if I'm really in the mode of like, like recently it's been like pretty bad. Like (laughs) I've been having treats every single day for weeks now. So um, because I know that I just make myself a batch of healthy muffins or healthy cookies and I just eat those instead to kind of ease into the process. That way my brain knows, okay, I'm still getting like, you know, my little dose of sugar. I'm still able to have my treat. It's just a healthy version. So I start with that. Uh, Personally, I use the Sweet Laurel cookbook. Shout out to Sweet Laurel. I love their cookbook. It's the best. Oh my gosh. The double chocolate chip muffins are my go-to. I make those all the time, but that's especially if I'm like in a chocolate sugar uh, state that I'm trying to get out of. I make the muffins and I just have one of those. They're decently high in protein. I think they have like for a muffin, you know, they have like at least six to 10 grams of protein in each one, I think it was. And so their cookbook is all paleo, grain-free, only uses 100% organic, all natural ingredients. So love their stuff. So I make those or I make the chocolate chip cookies from their book also all the time. Um, So those are kind of my go-tos. I'll also get some just regular chocolate from the store, but I just make sure that it is uh, at least 72% cacao. And that can help with the chocolate cravings as well. Um, that way it's, uh, or what was it? Yeah, dark chocolate. So so you have to make sure it's dark chocolate, at least 72% cacao. So that'll help as well. That's a healthier alternative. So that's kind of the first thing that I'll do. And then with that, I will make sure that there is no processed, highly processed sugar treats in the house. Usually I can do this really well because if, you know, if you don't buy it, if it's not in the house, you're not going to eat it. Like chances are you're not going to go out of your way out to the store to go buy it a lot of the time, especially if you have a healthier alternative right there in your kitchen. So um, that's usually what I do. But (laughs) recently, which I'm sure this is also very common, People have been just bringing us over treats and chocolates, and my husband has also been buying them a bunch. So it hasn't really been in my control whether or not we have them in the house, which usually it kind of is. So they're still around. So when that is the case, what I do is I make sure that 
the chocolates or candy or whatever it is, is totally out of my vision. So, or out of my like eye view. So I'm uh, not that tall. (laughs) So what I'll do is I'll put all the candy or whatever on the like very top shelf or way on top of the fridge in the back, somewhere where I can't see it. Um, Because if your eye catches something, you know, if you see something, you're way more likely to want it, even if like you wouldn't have even wanted it before, but it's just like you saw it. So now your brain is thinking about it, then you're going to be more likely to eat it. So um, that's a huge thing that I do all the time. If Matthew is buying treats or whatever it is, I'll just put them somewhere where I can't really see them. They're way in the back. Um, And then most of the time, I don't even think about it and I will be way less likely to eat it. So that is another good handy dandy trick that I do. And then, okay, so that was more, we talked about substituting for healthier options. Sweet Laurel is a great resource for that. And um, also taking away any junk food or at least putting it out of sight. And then another thing that you can and should do is increase the amount of protein and fat in your diet in the morning, especially, and also throughout the whole day. So eating more protein and more fat and more fiber from vegetables will help keep you more full. And that way you won't be as likely to get cravings for sugar in the first place. Also, the veggies and uh, fiber, fiber from veggies and fruits and things like that, beans and whatever, will feed your good bacteria in your gut. And the more that you feed the good bacteria in your gut, the more that they grow and the more that they take over which foods you're going to be wanting. So if you've ever been, uh, you know, kind of on a kick or on a roll of eating really healthy, you'll realize you find yourself kind of craving vegetables. That's why it's because the good bacteria have grown in numbers and they want to be fed. So they're taking over kind of what you're craving at the time. So yeah, so increase your fiber from veggies, especially and protein and fat that will all help keep you full, keep your hunger hormones under control and keep you from craving um, some quick, fast, easy energy, because that's really another reason why you crave sugar. It's because of your gut bacteria. It's because of the addiction in your brain. And then also it's because it's really quick, easy, fast energy. And of course the body is going to want that in terms when you're thinking of like survival and just living, like the cells in your body are going to think that they want that because they want to be fed and they need energy to work, right? So That's a whole other reason. That's why you crave more sugar when you're tired. And I talked a lot about that in the uh, how to deal with sleep deprivation episode. So go back to that if you want to hear more about that. But yeah, anyway, a little bit of a rant there, but there's that. (laughs) And on that, you want to have something around that will curb your cravings immediately. So for example, some so you want something with protein and fat that can do this for you. So for example, for some reason, I don't know why, I keep getting like a massive craving around like 4 p.m. because we'll eat lunch around like 12 or 1 and then we don't eat dinner until 7. And I usually just kind of have a little like something in between. But if, you know, the day kind of gets away from me, if I don't get a solid 
meal in there, um, I'll end up having major cravings. So I have made sure to always have some peanut butter around and I'll just have like a few scoops of peanut butter or sometimes it takes like peanut butter with an apple or something. But that protein and the fat in the peanut butter or any nut butter uh, will help immediately calm your hunger hormones and stop your sugar cravings in the moment. So that's a really great thing, a great little tool to have on hand if you're like just in the moment you don't have any healthy substitutions around, you don't know what to do, a great thing to do is have like a scoop of nut butter or an egg, a hard-boiled egg will do the same thing or something high in both protein and fat. Um, And that's a little thicker, so it's more satiating. So uh, drinking something liquid isn't always the best I found because I'm still hungry after. Your stomach also needs like solid foods to break down in order to be more full as well. So um, a smoothie can do it. Just make it thicker. If you're going to full on make like a protein shake, protein smoothie, just make it a little thicker and that'll help keep you a little bit more full and help with the cravings. So another thing that I do is um, I put a really big emphasis on how I start the day and also how I end the day. Those are two really big things that are going to help with your cravings a lot. So I make sure to start the day with some movement and that oh my gosh, makes the biggest difference ever. I feel so much better. I'm way less likely to eat and crave sugar throughout the whole day. So um, I wake up and I move my body immediately. I just have some water. I don't have any coffee. If you need coffee, you can have it. Um, I believe you can have up to 40 calories in the morning before you technically have like broken your fast if it's like 40 calories of fat or something like that. So if you and coffee won't break your fast, by the way. So if you um, need some coffee or tea and then you move, that's fine, too. But oh, my gosh, the days that I move first thing in the morning, I feel so much better all day and I have way less cravings. So that's a huge one for me. I definitely recommend doing a fasted workout in the morning. And it really doesn't even have to be anything major. Like sometimes I uh, only have enough time for like seriously a 10 minute workout or something. So I'll just kind of like walk slash march in place and like do some active stretches and then do some like combo workouts like squats and overhead press and just like a few like three of those workouts. And that's really it sometimes. And that even that makes a big difference and helps a lot. So I definitely recommend that. And then also In the morning, once I do start eating, I will focus much more on protein. Well, it's more that I I don't have really any carbs in the morning because when I do have a little bit more carbs in the morning, it really, I've noticed that I crave carbs and sugar much more throughout the whole entire day. So I make sure to set myself up first thing in the morning so that that doesn't happen. Um, If I do have any carbs, it's in the form of like a little bit of creamer in my coffee or um, fruit. So that's really the only two uh, forms that I find acceptable (laughs) for myself in the morning. So so no oatmeal. Well, every once in a while I'll have a little bit of oatmeal if I'm giving it to Levi. But 
For the most part, no oatmeal, no pancakes, no toast, no bagels, nothing like that. Um, French toast, waffles, all those are just heavy carbs. So what I do focus on, uh, that leaves, there's only three macronutrients, right? So if you're messing with the ratio of one, the other two are going to be changed as well naturally. So I end up eating more protein in the morning. I don't focus heavily on the fat. Of course, I eat more fat if I'm not eating protein or I mean carbs. But what I find when like when I just have like a ton of avocado or something really dense or heavier like that, I actually get kind of a stomach ache. So personally, I just focus more on the um, protein. Um, So I usually have a veggie scramble, right? It's the easiest thing ever. It's the best. It's the easiest way to get protein. You get protein and you get healthy fats from the eggs. And then you get fiber from the veggies. Keeps you super full, super healthy. Um, You could do tofu scramble if you don't eat eggs or whatever, tempeh, whatever you want. Um, And then... I also drizzle it with olive oil. Well, drizzle. Let's let's be honest. I drown those suckers in olive oil. Always feel free to use a ton of olive oil, by the way. There's so many things out there that are like like recipes that are like, oh, one tablespoon. No, you can drench that. You can use as much olive oil as you want. It's not unhealthy to use a lot of olive oil because it's just filled with tons of healthy fats that are really good for your brain and all of the cells in your body. So Yeah. So that's my main thing. Um, I also do chia seed pudding. I used to do smoothies, uh, thick smoothies. Those helped a lot. I just don't, I'm not into them right now, so I just don't drink them. But if you're into it, feel free to do that. So those are some things that I do. Um, And then at night, I make sure to stop eating two to three hours before bed. That's an everyday thing. That's a one of my non-negotiable things that I do every day. I stop eating two to three hours before bed and then I make sure that my dinner is not heavy on the carbs either. Um, so it's usually more protein and fat and well, it's usually mostly veggies is what it is. Um, do mostly veggies with a little bit of meat and lots of olive oil or some avocado something like that to help keep me full and satisfied and will not spike my blood sugar right before bed. Um, So those are kind of the main things that I do to stop my sugar cravings. I've done this cycle a million times before (laughs) and um, I use this strategy every time and it works every time. Uh, pretty flawlessly and pretty quickly too. Uh, Like I said, it does take a little bit of time. So the first at least few days, I'll just substitute uh, the sugar or junk food with healthier alternatives. Ideally, it would be something that's a treat without sugar. So I think, yeah, you could do like the sweet laurel recipes. They usually use like maple syrup or honey for the sugar. You could just use like monk fruit sweetener instead. And then you have a no sugar, uh, no carbohydrate treat you know, and that way you're getting the treat in with no sugar. So start with that. But then after that, once you start really increasing your protein and your fat, and then also your veggies too, it becomes so much easier. Uh, There's a lot of ways that you can think about it. As I mentioned, there's tons of different ways or different like reasons why you crave sugar. The one that helps me a lot is thinking about the gut bacteria, like the sugar 
simple sugars, any kind of candy, any kind of processed food feeds the bad bacteria. And that is, you know, kind of a guaranteed way of like or a guarantee that you are going to crave more sugar because those bacteria are being fed, which means they're going to grow in numbers, which means they're going to want to be fed more because they want to keep growing. So, you know, it makes sense. And then on the flip side of that, the good bacteria in your gut feed off of fiber from vegetables and fruits and beans, you know, legumes, everything like that. So the more that you feed those, the more they're going to grow and they're, the more that they're going to crave or have you crave vegetables and healthier foods to help them grow more. So it kind of makes sense. So that's the way that I kind of think about it to help me reason this all out with myself. But of course, you could, you know, you could talk about the brain and how it's all super addictive there and the whole dealio that I've covered already. So anywho, I hope that this was helpful to anybody out there, um, especially during the holiday season. It can be really easy to drop into this place of being really addicted to sugar or getting kind of hooked on it. So if that's you right now, don't beat yourself up. Just use these tools, get back on track to a healthier eating uh, lifestyle, I guess. And um, just give yourself that grace. You know, it'll happen again. It's just the world we live in. You know, there is just sugar. There is candy. It's probably going to happen that you're going to have some sugar at some point. And it is probably going to happen that at some point you might get into a little bit of you know, a binge session or get a little bit addicted. It's okay. Just relax and use these tools to get yourself back to healthier eating habits and you will be good to go. Um, but anyway, yes, I hope this was helpful. And um, if you have any more questions about this, please feel free to message me on Instagram. I'm at live well with Janelle, J-E-N-N-E-L-L-E on Instagram. Message me there if you have any questions. I'd love to hear from you. All right. Have a good day. Catch you next time.